Welcome everybody to Saves Together, a podcast about playing games together. Whether that means co-op or passing the controller back and forth or just playing the same game at the same time. It doesn't matter how, it only matters that it's together because... When you save together, you stay together. This is episode 17 and the topic for today is... Divinity Original Sin 2. Part 1. There's a lot of title to this game. Well, the part one's our title. Well, I'm just saying, there's also a lot of title to this game. It's a long title. I wonder what the longest game title is. Mm. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's probably like a fighting game, like Ultra Mix Fighting Spirit 7. Oh, there's that. There's like a Dead Rising joke DLC that was like Frank's. Oh, really? But I feel like maybe but DLC doesn't, doesn't count. And, and it's a joke. So I guess that doesn't. Maybe. Well, I mean, if it was the actual name. Is there like a Tales of Vesperia, Adam's Ascension Part 4? Like... Actually, no. They're all kind of just three words. How about... There's got to be one that I... that's like pretty obvious that we're just... It's probably a fighting game. I think it's an RPG. Most of the RPGs like have three to four words. Tales of Vesperia. Uh, I was thinking, trying to think of an outlier name. Alchemist. Something of Al- Altier. Oh. Uh-huh. Wait, what? I don't know. I don't know the titles of those Is games. Is it blah, 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 L-tier, blah, 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 something of blah, blah, something, blah? No, it's not that long. Oh. Anyway, we're doing this in two parts because... It's a very long game. Um, Actually, I would say the longest game that we've wanted to complete. I was trying to think of a longer game. Probably Diablo 3, which was one of like the first episode we did, is you know similar in length considering it's a long RPG, but we didn't want to keep going. So this is the, the one that we want to beat. So we're going to do two parts, and this first part just sort of explain more mechanics and what we th- are thinking about it so far, but try to keep it mostly spoiler-free. And then in the second part, we'll talk more about how we felt about the story, if that makes sense. And then revisit things we've said maybe if... if- by the time we're ready for episode two, part two, did we like realize, oh, we're stupid. This is this way, blah, blah. Right. So if we changed our minds or, yeah, if we and, found out something new. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to hear how do we, right now, at least for me, I'm st- I'm very high on this game. I'm pretty high. We were high on this game last episode. Yes. And we're still high on this game. So most likely part two is going to be we're still high on this game. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe the game um, deletes your save file at the very end. That'd be cool. That actually sounds like something this game would do. Yeah, like once you become God, you can't. You don't have time for video games. I mean, that kind of happens in Dragon's Dogma. At the very end, you ascend to being God, and it's like, game over. It's over. The world is over. Dragon's Dogma, the Dark Arisen. Yeah. Divinity, Original Sin 2. I mean, I don't it's think it's that, that long, long of a title. Well, you know. Besides that, what have you been playing other than Divinity, Original Sin 2? Other than that, uh, I started playing Dragon Quest... 11 which Why? is because i love rpgs what can no, i say no i was just one i was just trying to feed you to say that you beat the other one. Oh, i beat um trails of cold steel too finally it's a very long game very very long probably spent like 130 hours so 30 of them were just uh on the pause screen yeah you know that's a lot of rpg hours for me is just i paused it to make dinner or look at my phone or, or scroll twitter i i made a joke like I called her out as a joke of like every time I look over you're at you playing this game you're actually just looking at Twitter on your phone, but it wasn't supposed to be like a mean. I wasn't saying it like yo this game must be bad. It's just it's a funny observation of like some games you need to do that right where it's just like yeah you I just gotta, need a break. I just gotta hang out for a second even in like the middle of a battle or the middle of a cutscene. Like I remember in Yakuza doing that a lot. Just in the middle of the cutscenes I'm like you know what I just wanna I just wanna look at uh, Reddit for a second here. But how's Dragon Quest? 
it's really good. That's a great game so far. I mean, it's beautiful. The graphics are amazing. And this is only the second Dragon Quest game I've ever really played, so I don't have um, a really, like, a long tradition of playing this series like some people do or history of it, but so far I'm really, really liking it. It's great. Did I'm you not ever, too far yet. Did you ever play the Dragon Quest Monsters or Dragon Warrior Monsters games? Oh, wait. You know what? I lied. This is my third Dragon Quest game, if you don't count. First of all, I haven't played those games. I don't know what that is. But I, re you know, th earlier this year I played Dragon Quest Builders, but I don't really, it's not really like a normal Dragon Quest game. Right, other than like kind of learning the monsters. Right, and the sound effects and the music. And um, the like, yeah, the designs are all the same, obviously. Dragon Quest Monsters was the DS version and Dragon Warriors Monsters was the Game Boy version, but it was Pokemon. Oh, well, that in... makes sense that you would have played it. Yep. I like Pokemon mechanics. What have you been playing? Uh, I thought I was going to say, oh, Dragon Quest, before I get to that. I have been, uh, for the first time, really enjoying just sitting and watching you play Dragon Quest. Like, I always want to, like, look over and for, like, ten minutes check out what you're doing and kind of get the gist of something that you're playing. And, like, it's fun to watch you play uh, uh, the one before. Trails of Cold Steel? Yeah, but it, but it was like uh, for five minutes, look at it, kind of be like, oh, nice, and then check out. But this is the first one where I'm like, I want to watch everything you're doing. It feels like being a kid again, watching your friend play a game type thing. Did you ever do that, or were you? did you need to like... Yeah, we did, but usually I was the one playing the game. Well, for me, <laughs> we would pass the controller back and forth. Yeah. And like, you do this level, now you do this level, now you do this level. And not that we're doing that with this, but it feels like the same, like... It's it's really enjoyable to watch. I love the way it looks. It's a very yeah, it's a very dynamic game. So even when something's not a cutscene, it feels like everything's really purposely animated or chosen to how it looks. I don't know. It's really just beautiful to look at. I think I'm going to get it when it comes to Switch because it's coming to Switch, right? Right. Uh, sometime in 2019. So even though I'm watching you play it, I still don't really know what's going on because I'm not watching while I'm at work and you're playing and stuff like that. So I'm still... You know, I'm not watching everything, so I still think it's going to be pretty fresh when I get to it. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot in the game. It reminds me of Xenoblade, the way you can jump. Oh, right, like, yeah. You can jump on stuff. Like, I love in games when you get that freedom, even if it doesn't mean anything, but you can, like, jump up on a fence and off of it, unlike, I think, Trails, where it's just like, here's the linear path. Final Fantasy, here's the linear path. Right, right. Like, that kind of thing. Not linear necessarily, but here's a wall, that's it. I've been playing Spider-Man. That's How's pretty that? much it. It's a web slinging, rootin' tootin' good time. That game also looks very good. Sort of. I mean, yes, yes. In the grand it's scheme, good to me. in the grand scheme of video games, it looks very good. But like, people don't. The people don't look like the lips don't. Look the puddles good. aren't very big either. Dude, the puddles are tiny. Yeah. Oh God, I can't believe maybe we just made that joke. Really tiny puddles. It. It does not look bad. So whenever you know, when I say I don't think it looks that good, it doesn't mean I think it looks bad. But it means you think you thought it was gonna look better, maybe. Yeah, God Award to me was like, how the fuck does it look this good? Even though, like, sure, you're gonna see some. I'm not just talking about like every once in a while you see like, oh, that's where they cut some corners, you know. Right. This is also a much larger open world all at once, whereas that, you know, I get why it it has some little blemishes. But, like, I just think the people look really kind of gross. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it. But I like that there are the amount of people that there are in the game. Because oh. I find that a lot of cities and games, it's never enough. And we live in New York, so this takes place in New York. So it's important to me that it looks like New York. Yes. And it does. I, it really does. I, mean, I think that's the best part of the game. From someone who hasn't, I haven't had the chance to play it yet. I will eventually when I'm done with Dragon Quest, maybe. 
mechanics wise and uh ai and like population wise all that is awesome that's the best part about the game and like once in a while like swinging through times square at night oh my god like when you just pass right through real quick it looks amazing but peter parker like he's got kind of a weird lip thing and like miles like like spoilers sorry i guess but like he i don't know there's just like some weird they need a little bit more right polish on the models i think that nowadays sometimes you know like thinking about last of us and some of these games that are modeling people like so well that if you don't do it to that level that it like it's almost disappointing now it's like wait this doesn't look like a person but in animation form right it's like and i don't even like graphics i don't care if graphics aren't that good so it's kind of interesting to me that i've noticed i'm just noticing i'm not complaining right you know i'm just noticing like, oh well it doesn't you know i really really like that game it feels like spider-man 2 3 yeah it looks fun i'm excited to play it let's talk about divinity developed by larian studios and published also by larian studios on the pc we're not even talking about the PC version. We're talking about the PS4 version. Yeah, fuck that version. <laughs> I don't even have one. It uh, They self-published on Steam one year ago, um, September 14th. And then here we are, almost a year later, the Xbox One and PS4 versions came out in August. And th- those are actually published by Bandai. So where's the Switch version, huh? Uh, I don't. Happen. I don't think this, the PS4 can kind of barely. Yeah, keep we'll up. talk about that. There's some definite performance issues, which I wonder if they're gonna later patch out. But weren't we reading something that they actually were on the PC as well? Oh, it was even worse than the PC. Yeah. The definitive edition was said to have like the biggest thing about that was performance issues. They improved a lot of things, and we really only run into a, a few things really. And it's not very often or very annoying. It doesn't like no, s- yeah. prevent us from having fun or stop us. It doesn't. We've had a game crash once, or was it twice? It was like in the beginning of the game, we had two crashes, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Close to each other. But I'm glad that you pointed out it's not really an annoyance because it's a turn-based game. It just, you kind of notice the... Oh, right. You kind of notice the slowdown, but it's not like ruining Right, it doesn't affect your performance of like playing. Yeah. Um, But Bandai Namco, once again, recurring theme here, Bandai Namco only makes good stuff. Now I've got two examples, that's it. What was the last one? Go vacation. Oh, right. <laughs> um, where I famously quoted myself saying... We recently tweeted out um, a Go Vacation video that Craig made set to the music of Jet Set Radio, and I think we fooled a bunch of people into I'm buying sorry. <laughs> buying that game thinking that is Jet Set Radio like three or whatever. I'm very sorry, guys. If you're listening to this because of that, that's really cool. Thanks for checking us out. I'm Craig. That's Grace. We like video games where we play games together. But but go vacation may not be what you're looking for. Go vacation's for. not the thing that you got. Like our our tweets aren't that popular. That doesn't bother me. This one was relatively popular. Yeah. And it, most people were like, "Holy fuck, shit! I, I gotta buy this, and no one told me." I'm going to GameStop right now. So someone literally said, and I was like, "I'm sorry." I like kind of you know cowered under the pillow. Yeah, like, but you I'm know sorry. maybe they'll find a new fun experience, or maybe not. Maybe they'll they be really mad. They won't at well, all. Well, no one's tweeted at us yet saying. Screw you guys. You so. fucking bullshotted us. Like, right. Yeah. Okay, so what's the genre of Divinity Original Sin 2? The genre is turn-based role-playing game. Not turn-based when you're not fighting. Right. The turn-basedness. Well, yeah. I don't think there's any games nowadays that aren't turn-based when you're not fighting. Like, you know, Fire you explore Emblem? the world. Uh, that's true. Pit people? No, Actually, you can that, explore that, the world you're right. Now. You're right. Fair enough. So there, mo- there are a lot of games. Yeah, Fire Emblem I, is But strange. this is a little different because... 
I'm just saying, least... as far as a Western RPG goes. Yeah. But it's extremely meticulous in the in the exploring. It feels more like classic. It's like Elder Scrolls, or to me, this is the most Dungeons and Dragons ass game I've ever played in the exploration sense and the like discovery of stuff and like can you do this oh yes you can like playing with the mechanics of the game just quick example there's if you're if you play as like a skeleton character uh people don't like to undead see undead because you can be an undead of any race yeah and people don't like to see talking bones so you have to put hoods or a bucket on your head to cover yourself <laughs> so people don't see that you are talking right undead you know i just think like, that's really cool or you can move there, what are, can you think of any real quick? Like, yeah, I mean, there's just lots messing of with moving objects. Also, you can have telekinesis. So we've stolen random objects oh. from far away like that before. Yeah, or Also, just teleporting around yes. seems like you can sort of skip through trying to get somewhere. Like trying to find a path, you can just sort of like, I'm just going to fly up the cliff and at it's a, not a big deal. At a certain point in the game, you're doing a quest or a mission and the game gives you teleportation gloves well yes i mean you have to do that quest to get them no, it, so you know and you have to loot the crocodile so it doesn't i wouldn't i'm just saying you you saying the game I gives mean, it to you makes it sound easy to get no sorry i just mean these are like built in we're not yeah. cheesing something by teleport like the it's like hey by the way everybody can teleport and then it, it teaches you how to use this by like taking you to a cliff and you're looking down on a beach and you're like all right to go down there and you could you just can yeah. And it, it blew my mind. Like, it opened up, like, the way I have to think about getting places and doing things. And, like, that means there's hidden shit everywhere. And there is hidden shit everywhere. And Let's keep talking about Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wow. I just. There's a lot to say. I mean, that's why there's two parts. So it's okay. But, you know, we got to stay on track. So, all right. Type of co-op. Couch, online, split screen, same screen. Both. All of these above. All of the above. Because you can do online and be on your own screen, but you can also do couch and be split screen. And then the split screen flips back and forth. So uh, actually you can at any time do just one screen, but you have to be in the same general area. And when we do fights, we all do. We just do the same screen. Mm -hmm. But when we're just like walking around, we do split screen. When you're walking around, we could go to opposite ends of the map. Right. It, nothing stops you from just leaving your dude and mm -hmm. never meeting up again. You can even fight on your own. You don't yeah. need your um, anyone in your party because that's essentially how the co-op works is he's a character in my party who also controls a party member that we've recruited. It doesn't have to be like that. You can actually manage it so whoever's on whatever myself. side can manage however many people they want. There's yeah. only but you can, up to four. There's and, no more than four. And if you're playing online, you could have all four players be. Is that true? Yeah. Uh... I'm going to go grab the case. I was under the impression all four players could be a person, but we can't because you can only do split screen, not four. One down the middle, not... Wait, what do you mean be a person? Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, the yeah, whole you party can, can be real players. Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Split screen on the, with one disc, you can only do two, mm -hmm. which that's fine. I mean, it would be really cool if people could come over and we could show them this game, like kind of give just, them a the, tour. The fucking screen would be so crowded. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to... There'd be, the main map would be... <laughs> Really? There's a lot of information, too, uh, that you need because this is a PC-ass game, if you ask me. Like, this feels like a PC game. I think they translated the controls well, though. I thought, I think it's very well done. And it's interesting because I saw someone complaining. I think it was Kotaku. They were saying, this is still obviously a very good game. But as someone who played the PC version, I find it annoying that you have to press triangle to get to your hotbar and then do the move. 
on the PC, you just clicked on the hotbar, which I understand. I played World of Warcraft. I, I played MMOs. I know how that works, but it doesn't bother me whatsoever doing that. That's an interesting complaint because yeah. I... They're just like, they're just like, oh, it's annoying, but it's still fun. If you're used to not, and then you come in and tell me I have to, I, right. I guess I see where that complaint comes from. Like, try, we tried out MapleStory. The controls are just dumb. And so I was trying to ask, like, I had never played the first one. This is MapleStory 2. I had and never... this isn't just Maple. This is MapleStory 2, the Royale mode. Right. But I think that it's probably going to control the same, right? Probably mostly. Most likely. But I was asking Grace, I was like, is this how the first one was? Like this weird thing, but the first is 2D, right? Yeah, the first is 2D, so I don't remember, and probably it was slightly different because it was 2D. Mm -hmm. But like the controls just were wrong. So I understand the idea of like, this isn't right. Right. You know, pressing triangle, so maybe if you're used to it, I don't know. But it feels really natural to me. I don't have any yeah. issues with it. To get to like inventory, you hold the trigger and move the right stick on a radial dial. Right, because you don't use your hotbar unless you're in combat and when or, that's only what you're doing in combat so it's like you just like scroll over and find your thing yeah you never have to do any skills quickly because you can do your skills anytime right, which helps if it was you had to do them quickly and it was like a computer game and that was the and you had to press mm -hmm. triangle then do your thing that would suck yeah like the there's actually a bad guy that the witch that fire witch yeah i guess we said we oh, wouldn't yeah. say too much spoilers but there's a there's a that's not really a spoiler. Right. that's like a side quest there's a character moving around quickly and you can't initiate the fight the way we've been initiating fights ah and that doesn't really happen with a lot of the other fights right but it, it was hard to catch because you can't do skills quickly right but you know we've, we found a way around it so but sorry here i go to, again I, I have a lot to say and i enjoy uh talking about <laughs> and it. i enjoy saying these and things. i enjoy saying things um shared looter xp there is shared EXP, um, mm -hmm. sh no shared loot. You have your own loot, but there is a lot of it. That's never an issue. Yeah, when she get when when she gets XP, I get XP. Right, we get we get the, all the same XP no matter where we are on the map. So if I open a chest, I, I don't know how if that works for fights though. It works like that for um, quests for sure. I, but we've never done a fight alone, so I don't know. Yeah, we really haven't. Well, I think I have once, but I don't remember. But it hasn't happened enough to, to right, be to like, really oh, note it. there's why it's offset. I would imagine most of the time you're not doing that anyway because it's just the fights are hard fights and long, so you don't want to do it alone anyway. The fights are intense. But the loot is if I open the chest, she now the chest is empty for her. Right. But if you're being good partners. Yeah, we're basically, basically sharing everything. Yeah. And you've already and each party member has a role, so it's like, well, if this has strength, then most likely it's going to. Yeah, we basically, right. Uh, friendly fire, yes. Uh, but it's but it's hard to do. But you I have can, to really be targeting somebody. You, you could either, yeah. If you're in combat and I select you, oh. I can hurt you. Yeah, and we do it a lot because we have a lot of AOE attacks. So like and if, if I cast a fireball and you're in the circle, then you get the damage. But right. Which, it's part and partial of the game. That feels like that feels real or whatever. Yeah, that's you know, fine. That, that feels fair. Uh, but you can also outside of the game attack each other. It's sure. just like we said, doing skills when you're in the real time movement section not very easy so yeah sometimes it's like hey you need to get some blood on this altar oh right and then so, you would hit each other right but you would hopefully stand still for me yeah get your blood all over the altar of course <laughs> um is there things to unlock or sorry uh, first would be separate mode or full full mode full thing the whole story mode it's and then the same thing what are the other modes actually remember I how i think they're just difficulty modes okay like tactical mode i think it's just like changing difficulty up and progression things to unlock yes i mean the big thing is maps for us it's like e each act is a whole new map and that unlocks a whole new area for us to explore new quests and then when you move on to the next map 
you can never go back to the previous map, which mm-hmm. is interesting. That's very unlike any RPG I've ever played. And I don't have a problem with it, actually. Not at all. I mean, I think it's an interesting practice in me not trying to worry about, like, missable things, because there is a ton of missable stuff. If you move on, you can never go back and complete those quests that you didn't do. And it makes sure you know that by saying closed on the order log. Or oh, the, yeah. You know, the, the, the journal of quests you have oh, to well, do. Oh, well, closed means the quest is over. But you didn't finish it. No, you... Oh, is that what it means? Well, like, if you kill a character you're supposed to deal with later, yeah, they'll say closed and right. say, like, Because it'll we be were archived if you finished it correctly. Right. Or finished it. There's no maybe, correct way. Maybe when you go to the next world, it actually wipes it clean. But still, there yeah, is... it does. It does rub it in your face when you can no longer do a thing. Right. You know? Not really. You have to go look at it. I'm just saying, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> right, you'll damn, know. Damn, I screwed that up. And just, like, when it says, like, hey, if you do this, if you leave now, you can't come back here. Like, you know, like, damn it. Right. I missed but it doesn't, there's so much to do, like, I think is what you were saying. It doesn't even matter. There's so many things yeah. to do, so many quests. Interruptive actions, like auto screen changes or warping us around. Not really, except for saving bothers him. If she <laughs> saves, so first of all. <laughs> I'm saving this, a lot, okay? This game is save scum the video game. Okay, I don't like calling um, it save scum, because when what, I think of save scum, I think of, like, save states, you know? Save scumming is when you... Save, you screw up, you reload your save. And that is how you play this game. And you're not going to convince me otherwise that anyone has played this game without doing that. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, an intense way to play would be not doing that. I think. Almost like a Nuzlocke run. Yeah, yeah. It would be fun to do a stream of that. Because I think we die within, like, 10 hours. Maybe not a stream. But we could make a video series out of, like, whatever happens, happens. When I die, I'm done. Grace continues, you know. I think it's, yeah, I mean, once you know the game, you know a little bit of, like, where you're running into danger, but especially at the beginning, we were constantly just talking to the wrong people, Craig was constantly getting in trouble, doing poker games he wasn't supposed to do, fucking running into some evil doll, like, who knew, you know, I've always had to be reloaded. Listen, I think I've turned it down, I've tuned it down a bit. Oh, definitely, no, because we understand how the game works I admit, I... Ran myself into trouble quite a bit. Yeah, it's funny. But not on purpose. It was never like, this looks dangerous. I'm going to go in. It was like, oh, I'm going to talk to this guy sitting at a table. He'd be like, welcome, sit down, let's play poker. And then I'd pick, like, you know, There's show really your hand. There's really danger everywhere in this game. There really is. I'd pick, <laughs> it doesn't even matter what you show, do. Show my double flush royals. I don't I don't play poker. And then they would just start a And then he'd be like, That's, you cheated, fight started. Like, I didn't do it. And then she'd yell you'd at me. Like, I was like, I didn't it. do it. You'd look at some child the wrong way. And next thing you knew, there's like three guards attacking you. Yeah, or the child was a demon and a mind flayer, like, destroyed him. We passed the wrong guy, and all of a sudden we're in jail. It's uh, like, come on, just let us let us be in peace, game. So the reason that she brought that up as interruptive is when she would save, she'd hit start, and that wouldn't screw me up yet. When she hits X on quick save, everything pauses for a second. And if I have a skill out, like if I'm trying to aim where I'm about to teleport, it pops me back to not having the skill out. It's, like, only really a very slight... It's a second of an. It's probably a second or less of an inconvenience, but it's it's jarring when you're when yeah. you're. I'm not looking at your side of the screen because there's so much. Right, to I'm damn. not warning him. I'm not like I'm saving because I'm saving really like a lot, a lot. So like a lot. If I didn't, we and you know the annoying thing about reloading too is it takes uh, a good two three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> which and, is fine, but it's like when you're reloading a lot, like we have been, it's like oh my god, let me just get my phone out. Being like a save scummy thing is not a, do- a knock against it at all. I actually really love it because. In I, my, my Dungeons and Dragons example, if you turn down the wrong corner and get in a fight, hopefully your G, your DM is going to help you get out of it. Like, you're going to die, but okay, they see that you're going to die, they'll get you out of it. This game is just going to kill you. Yeah, like, right. There's no... You're there, just going to die. It's extremely merciless. This is a world that's like 
apocalyptic almost in its consequences and yeah. <laughs> how friendly the people are. No one cares. You're going to die. There's like no chance. If you get in a fight, you can't win. You can't win it. I mean... You can flee. I don't mean that to sound like... But we've never fled successfully from a battle. There is a <laughs> we skill. We just reload. There is a skill that says yeah, flee. flee no matter what, even if you're next to somebody. But we don't need to, because of the way we're playing, we don't need to flee. Yeah. So I guess you could maybe use that skill and play that way. Right. But I just don't understand. We just generally don't get into fights we can't win. Or we end. try the fight. We say, nope, let's not do this. Then we mark the map because it has right. custom mark. Which is really cool, by the way. I love that feature. The custom markers on the map. That's great. a great idea. You need okay. it. We gotta, let, let's just rifle through these factors and this then get back. This is your fault. I know. I've just... It's, it, <sighs> hey, it's first conversation. That's the point of these factors. All right, go. Um, playing with random people online. We did not. You can, though. You can. Uh, random? Pretty, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. That would sure. be quite an experience. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Difficulty of the co-op. Very difficult. I'm just going to say. Very intense, but I don't know if difficult is the right word. This is a difficult co-op game, okay? Oh. This is a difficult It brings out the worst in us. Because I genuinely think this is difficult to play cooperatively with other people. I don't think it's just us. I think that we have good communication, but I think this game really tests, like, how well you're going to play together with the game and make decisions. You constantly have to be making decisions together that have a lot of consequences. That makes us very difficult cooperatively. And we play games slightly differently. We do. Um, everyone plays games. Yeah, and I think that's uh, how everyone would be. Yes. So Right, but, so you're right. Yeah. Because their tension would rise. I would want to go explore every nook and cranny of the map just to get the map open. Like, I just want to know, like, there's a troll here we can't fight. There's a harbinger of doom here we can't fight. There's a chest down here that we need to unlock later. We can't get to it yet. I found this here. I found that. That's what I like to do. And then for Grace, I feel like you want to do this thing that we can definitely do, then move on to the next thing we can right. definitely do. Then mo- and th- there's nothing wrong with either of the ways we do it, but like I'll be out getting attacked by monstrous plants I can't fight. Right. And I'm screwing up you or screwing up a thing or then like you're pulling us into, you know. Or just one of us keeps doing something that's getting us killed, so we have to keep reloading. It's just that becomes really frustrating sometimes mm-hmm. where if you were playing alone, you have no one else to blame but yourself. So it's right. like that's difficult competitiveness of the co-op i don't think there's it's any. a little competitive if you want it to be well actually this game may become more competitive considering the story we have a hunch and this is and this spoilers, becomes this is just pretty early on in the game but you're um a god that's you're trying to work to become a god yeah and you're battling with everyone else who's also working to become a god and that includes all your party members so the game seems to be telling us right now only one of us can become a god, but me and Craig are still debating whether this is true. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking it's going to go a way out sort of ending-wise. We're going to either have to kill each other or come to an agreement of you're going to get to ascend to godhood or not. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the game, we can decide, the next one, we can decide how competitive this was really. Yeah, but there's no score. You're oh, not, right. So, but you're Except right your about... gold or your inventory, I guess you could count. I got a lot of gold. I got more gold than you, man. I don't count <laughs> no, that's that. that's not a score. You're right. That could cause tension with a different group of players, though. Yeah, we don't have tension when it comes to loot. I imagine that, like I'm saying, this is difficult cooperatively for that. also that reason. There's probably a lot of factors that could be difficult for different groups of right. players, depending on... You know, you think about World of Warcraft, like, that's a perfect example of, like, shit goes down in guilds and like parties lo- because Like ninja loot. looters. And right, like, because yeah. of loot. And so I feel this game's a great example. You could totally ninja loot. Yeah. You just go run up really quick and search and get the stuff that no one can do anything about that. There's no rolling... I wonder if they could implement that or if that's or if an option. Or if it is in there, maybe yeah, right. if you're online. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I would definitely put it in because I feel like there's like so much good loot. It might be even harder if we were doing split screen or sorry, if we weren't doing split screen, because then I would have really no idea what you were doing. Like, I right. generally don't know what you're doing if I'm if you're not telling me. That might I'm be more so, interesting a way to play almost like I wouldn't tell you I found this teleport. Right, you know, right, like, right, right. Like, these yeah. gloves of teleportation, I'm not going to tell you. That might be more competitive in some ways. And I think the game almost wants you to play like that sometimes because of the way it's trying to pit us against each other yeah. when it comes to being a god. Now, potentially, this is a long-running series. This is not... Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 is clearly only the second of the Original Sin games. But Divinity as a property has been around for, like, I think 20 years. Remember when I looked it up? I forget how long. It's been around for a while as an RPG series. So maybe we're just noobs and like all Divinity, like... We're just giving our opinion on this game, okay? Right. No, but I mean like maybe <laughs> everyone who plays Divinity games knows like, yeah, you yeah, you always become a god and fight each other. Like, right, That's right. the thing. Well, you know. We are completely new to this franchise. That's true. Um, and lastly, the factor and the most important factor, so we might just loop it in. The most important factor when talking about this game, I mean, strategy and tactics. Yes. Lots of them. So let's just say yes, and you'll hear about all kinds of things as we talk about our experience. Right. So experience time, what do you think so far? So part far, one. I think it's um, it's complicated. Um, I think it's really fun. but <laughs> It's complicated. Yeah, I just think it's it's a lot. It's, you know, it's the opposite of Go Vacation. Mm-hmm. This is on the other end of the spectrum of this is not a chill and relaxing game, although it is fun and I look forward to playing it every time because there's always exciting new things to do. But it's extremely stressful at times. The fights can be stressful, not in a bad way. It's fun to do the combat, but it's like there seems there's so much it feels like the the prices to pay are so high. The stakes are very high. That's what I mean. The stakes are always high in this game. The stakes are always high. It, yes. When I was trying to explain what I'm loving about this game to somebody, my I was pantomiming, like, pulling my hair out, like, oh, what do I do? Like, how am I fighting this thing? Am I doing it wrong? Like, yeah, like you're experiencing you're experiencing these wild battles and crazy creatures doing skills you didn't know they could do, and you're just like, oh, God! And it's very intense, but Ugh. very fun. I mean, I feel like this game is not for everyone. I feel like it's a little nope. bit masochistic um, sometimes. <laughs> but all in a good way. It's very fun. I, and I think when you first start out, like, you immediately feel that. You're like, it just, it really opens itself up to you as, like, you can look through a million things. And like, there's so much loot and so much to do. There's a whole crafting system we barely even touch. I've touched it more, and I don't feel like I know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I got like, kind of into these, it like, for a second, and I still am like, I don't know what to I, I'm My inventory currently is full of just things I think might be crafting yeah, materials. same. Like, I have uh, junk. Plants and cups of blood and skulls and souls. I got a tormented soul. Right. All kinds of things that I'm like, I maybe I'll need this later. Or maybe we're just completely bypassing something cool. I mean, probably, but I think that gives the game more reason to be replayed. I mean, I kind of want to replay it eventually as a solo experience to see what it would be like. Yeah. And I, I feel like it'd be very different. But I, I like it a lot as a co-op experience. It's very... It's very fascinating. Um, like I said, it's difficult, but there's a lot of moments of like very high satisfaction. Like very when we, rewarding when you beat a boss or, or not when a boss. You sorry, a puzzle. When we solve puzzles together, that's really fun to me. We solved one. We solved multiples now by getting good old fashioned pen and paper and figuring out like there was a puzzle, maybe like a think of a chessboard, and we have to stand in certain spots or more like Minesweeper, right? Yeah, it Remember is like Minesweeper. So if two people it's going to be hard to explain, but if two right. people are standing in a certain spot, it 
makes this number two here. We're basically trying to make a specific Minesweeper setup like yeah. look and it was and yeah it was too hard to just do on the screen with the information that right. you can see especially the camera's not wonderful in this game i think it's fine it's totally it's just, fine but it's, it's top down far away you know your characters are t are small on the screen which yeah. is how it should be and considering then, what kind of game it is but yeah it's hard to see all the time it looks like diablo Right. In a way, yes. or Path of Exile. Like, uh, if you were just looking at screenshots of this game, I don't think you would know what the fuck it was. Because I, I didn't. I didn't. He says a lot that he doesn't know what this game was. I knew what this game was. You knew it was turn-based uh, on not a grid on uh, fire could start and like. I didn't know those specifics, all these, but like, I had this like vibe, man. Like I, I was knew like, what this game was. I like, read. Heart. You know, I, I read the description. It says turn-based, but I look at the screenshots. It's like that's Diablo. I don't know what. I don't know. That that was the big confusion for you that it was turn based. <laughs> that was the big thing. Not that for it was turn based. I didn't know. Yeah, sort of. Because okay. I didn't know that it would flow seamlessly into turn based combat. Mm -hmm. So if you piss somebody off and they start a fight with you, it says boom boom fight and then battle start. It, and then you have initiative just like D and D. That's that's what I think. Another thing that I keep comparing to D and D is it's like you're free to do whatever when you're running around, but in combat there are strict rules to who can go when and how many actions they can take. Right. You have action points. The combat's really fun and extremely creative what you can do mm -hmm. and you can use the environment to your advantage in like a really intense way that really lets you cheese a lot of things or not just che i mean you're doing what the game wants you to do a lot of the time i think i think i think the cheesiness not cheesy like puppets but <laughs> i think the the cheesing puppets, puppets are very cheesy all right i guess uh i think that cheesing enemies is like actually super fun and rewarding and yeah i think that's part of the i don't know the goofiness the game has a very like it's i mean it's funny because this game is very dark, like as far as story and consequences, but it's also lighthearted and funny and really goofy sometimes. Yeah. Like you can do weird crap a lot. <laughs> There's like, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to we put into words. We did this one battle where we just stood on this cliff above a dock in a graveyard. We were in the graveyard, they were on the dock, and we it was like a, an intense boss battle, and we just cheesed it by having Craig summon a little imp mm. and run into a building and drag them out one by one and then just like fireballs at them from very high up so the battle wouldn't start because we were too far away. It would not drag so, our character characters in, right. but my pet would get dragged in. No one in. could fight us. So all the bad guys aren't moving because they're stuck in turn-based mode, right. so we, but we're yeah. in free-range mode, so we're just throwing fireballs at the ground while, you know, they're... The fact waiting that you for can, me to take my turn right. in quotes. The fact that you can do attacks while not in battle mode lets you do a lot of funny shit. <laughs> and or even teleporting allows you to get places that you maybe shouldn't get to get advantage right in the beginning of the fight or yeah, right. the way we open almost every fight is I pull out this move that shoots spikes up through the ground and leaves oil in the it's an AoE attack. Spikes up through the ground and then a patch of oil. And at the same exact time we say 1 2 3 go. I do a fireball. My mage does a fireball. What was I Grace, supposed to say? He well, just pointed at me like he expected some really big thing from me. I was like, I thought it was a gonna fireball. Be more. I thought it was going to be more. Oh, excuse me. He wants uh, me to pantomime it. No. A, a big old fireball uh, bursts from my hands. Out of the tip of my staff. <laughs> the staff of Magus. No, that's just the name of the I know, move. but Magus is a name to me. It just means like magic. I, I know, but it always says staff of Magus attack, and I'm like, this is that's someone, some guy named Magus gave you a staff. Anyway. Anyways, so then that fire hits my oil. That starts fire, which it does a, a large amount of damage, sort of, to the guy we're about to fight, and then it knocks us into the fight. So we open the fight 
with an attack so with that we attack. can start like on the advantage of having how much health they have down. Like a little bit of armor, a little bit of health, and they're on fire. Um, what's cool about this game is that when you start the game, you create a character, but not only can you make a custom character of any species in class, I'm saying I'm, I have air quotes because class seems to be, mean nothing in this game. You can kind of do whatever you want, which is also really cool. Anyways, so besides custom characters, there are characters with lore and story, which then you can play out through the game. So I did a character with lore, Sibylle, which is the elf character who was a slave, and now she's trying to hunt down her master, okay? And Craig made a custom character, and we called him Marrow. Well, originally, I was going to be Lose, or sorry, Sebel's undead. Companion. Like, she raised me, as we were going to roleplay this, like, she raised right. me from the dead to be her helper to f- kill her slave master, or whatever it was. But then, as I, I spent fucking 40 minutes building this character that was a skeleton, and then when you start, it says, like, hey, just so you know, playing as an undead character is... A little different and kind of like hard mode, sort of. I don't know because now it, they're now, healed by poison. So I guess if we had done it now that I th- now that we know how the game works, yes. I feel like it wasn't the right way to start because you can't heal that character traditionally. So we've probably been really confused. Mm-hmm. But you can heal undead through poison damage. We made the right choice. Right. But but having an undead character would be really cool because some of their yeah. species and races have different like benefits outside of combat. He can pick lock with their fingers, which is really. Mm-hmm. F- so you don't a really need funny thing to put in the right and, and also they can live through death fog which kills every other character and now the uh, so we named it marrow and then right like that ended up marrow. being the human but then like character. oh i don't want to be a skeleton so like i'm marrow the human um i marrow am esquire. a esquire marrow he didn't get esquire until later oh excuse me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i use bows and arrows and i'm a summoner Yes. And then Sebel is... I made Sebel... I think traditionally she's supposed to be like a rogue that ma- which, yeah. or assassin, which makes sense, but I, I turned her into a two-handed, like, heavy-duty damage dealer. You can totally change right. class at A at any time. Which I love. Yes, I it grew on me. You can respect anything for no cost at any time. And which... I really like that because I don't think... Because games like this, it's usually you can't and it's like really stressful like oh my god what do i put points in especially with a game like this it's so intense about what skills you know and like setting up your combat when you're first getting to know the game we messed up and mm-hmm. so it was nice to be able to respect and we really fixed our characters and now combat's much more fun and we were able to round out their classes like right, we were able right. to be like okay listen uh you need to learn some pyro stuff like you need to learn i need to learn more whatever uh, you know you were able to figure out like crap i need to adjust this change this so are there two free. yeah then as you're playing the character as you're playing the story mode you can pick up two companions if you want but they are the characters they're other, they're the other the lore other... characters that you could have started as so who'd you pick so i picked at first i picked the red prince which is the lizard man um and then due to complications of us not understanding the game because basically when you pick up these people and they're like okay we'll join you 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 tell them what you want them to be and you can't take that back and now that i realize we could have just respect them it wouldn't have fucking Mm -hmm. mattered but Mm -hmm. we were in the beginning of the game where it takes a while to get to that point so anyway i dropped the lizard and went for the mage girl i can never see lose lose right we just call her los yeah because we forget that it's so we made her a mage um she currently she's a pyro cleric so she does a lot of fire damage. Fire slug, love the fire slug. Summons that fire slug. Also heals. And then uh, who did you get? So I picked up Ethan. 
or Ephraim. But that was after you wanted your undead friend. Oh, originally. And you had to dump him too. <laughs> yeah, I picked up the skeleton guy. I was like, well, if I can't be a skeleton, I'm going to at least hang out with one. What's his name again? Fane. That's right. Um, And his quest. So all the characters you pick up have a personal quest that you can That's another reason to replay because you could go pick the other characters and see what their quests are like. Yeah, I think it would actually be fun to do a lizard, a skeleton, and play a skeleton. Yeah. And like the game's going to be relatively different uh, very i would say very different in like what you're able to do right. skills wise and stuff oh um, yeah uh but i end up with a just kind of your basic like knight guy well i think he's he's a lone wolf mercenary guy we've turned him into a tank mm-hmm. um his name is Ethan ben medez but we call him Ephrin because we're <laughs> i stupid. called him Ephrin for a while because i didn't know his name now i'm calling him Ethan because i, I honestly s- didn't read it right i still say Ephrin because i don't care about reading and they all have personalities, and you can talk to them. Craig has even started a romance with his, so mm-hmm. Marrow and Ethan are in a gay relationship. But Ethan's also kind of a dick, so it's like it's fun. Knows? That's what I like. He's like Sundare, right? Like, right. He's like rough and tough, but like I've seen his dick. But you like, know? you guys kiss. Yeah, that was a um, crazy moment. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I didn't know you could have a relationship in this game. Crazy moments of just like little things, like what, like cows yeah. that turned into people, and you talking can, to animals. Oh, uh, and... talking animals is really great. Since Marrow is a summoner, uh, that's kind of the class I like to play in games. I want to be a summoner or a healer. And in, in this case, I was kind of both at first, but then I became more of an archer uh, archer summoner. But I will say, for being a class called summoner, you can only summon one little bastard. And totems. Totems that are like uh, turrets. Yeah. And a little imp guy. I don't know if he's an imp technically in their lore, one but little he's bastard. a little shit like he's like just a little like and if i had known that summoner class now i can just change it like we said but at this point i don't care but if i had known that summoner class wasn't going to get you the coolest summons and that ethan was going to have summon a massive giant cool ass flower and summon a wolf and you were going to get summoned fire slug and you also have a girl who can summon a bone spider but i think you could make um a character that has high summon ability which affects those by the way the bone okay. spider's damage so is affected could... by your summoner skill so you could put like two 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 and like eight mm. eight points in summoning and then have the summon skill from every class fair enough so but but i just not, yeah i thought i was gonna be picking like i want a bear this time right. i want a goat this time hell give me a like little gumdrop creature like but instead you have one option but you're right and like i said we could just re- we could just fix all this so i really this isn't a complaint yeah but i understand that confusion of when like I, you'd think the summoning like skills would be all the ones that you yeah, can summon because polymorph does a good job of like there's the polymorph class and skills. You can have spider legs on your back. You can fly. You can turn into a Medusa head. And you can turn into a bull head. There's a and lot going what's on. What's cool is when you cast the spells, it lasts like what, maybe four turns? Yeah. And then you get the wings or yeah. you get the horns. Like It's cool. I, I, like, like I like the polymorph stuff. They do a lot of cool things where mo- most games don't do this. And I, and I was struggling to figure out how to explain this. So let, let me know if you don't get what I'm saying. But... Not enough games utilize game mechanics to tell the story. So, Ethan can summon a wolf in battle. He has the skill to summon a wolf, or anytime. I can just summon a wolf. It's his soul wolf. It's his soul wolf. Well, most games, you'd be like, that's the ability he has in battle. Use it. Thanks. In this, I was just talking to him, and I pissed him off. or something. I mentioned something that got him heated, and just in a conversation, he was like, and his wolf popped out. 
Now, there's no reason for this, except it builds the character up. Yeah. It builds the lore. It shows like, hey, these mechanics have real weight to them or something. Like, I, I wish more games would do stuff like that. Like, they took away your ability to talk to animals for a second. Like, yeah. They, they, they took their game mechanics and used them to tell a story, whereas most games would be like, here's your tor- here's your storytelling section uh-huh. here's your gameplay section right right you know like right. things like that I, yeah. I don't know i just really like that he just for no reason brought his wolf out it there wasn't it led to nothing it wasn't like uh oh now other wolves heard him and came attacked us it wasn't a story bit it was just lore building i really loved that and i think more games should try to do stuff like that yeah and stuff like being able to attack whoever you want and that being that changing the story and like having consequences i mean that's was that sort of like how it is in um the Elder Scrolls games? Morrowind, you could kill absolutely everybody. Eventually, I'm pretty sure it worked out to, like, you could not kill the very important ones. Yeah. I think you could actually kill almost anyone in this game. I feel yeah, like the game will let you just everybody. not continue. Yes. yes. <laughs> the game will be like, well, fuck you. You're... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some characters you wouldn't be able to kill because they'd be too strong. Like Malady, right. like the yeah. demon lady that we're with. But yeah. But I just really love that. And it doesn't even have to be taking abilities away. or you. It's just... The characters using the abilities in the same exact way that I use the abilities. I hate in in cutscenes and games when characters do shit they can't do. Like you ever like I don't this, think about that, but yeah, this hasn't true. happened. But like, imagine if you're playing Spider Man and he like webs up a skateboard and starts skating on a web skateboard. It's like you can't do that. Like, <laughs> wish <if> you could. <laughs> you know, it's like you, right. like you you can't just have a power here and not have it later. So I love that they're like, well, you have the power here, so why can't we use it here? Right. You know. Uh, that's really cool. There's a lot of really cool little touches. This game is... A lot of little details. There's yeah. so many little details, so many ways you can finish and start quests. There's no, like... So, there's nothing telling you where quests are, which mm. I actually kind of like because you really have to search. You have to talk to everybody. At first, I was like, that's annoying. But I really just kind of let it... I, I let my <laughs> I let myself, like, relax as far as my perfectionist tendencies go and i was like okay whoever i talk to if i get a quest i get a quest if i miss it i miss it i'm i'm over it at this point that's the the great i really like knowing there's so much to do you're not possibly going to be able to do it all or Someone you probably, probably could i mean you you can but you don't have to it doesn't feel to. like doesn't a checkbox yeah you're fine i will say i wish at least maybe story missions gave you just kind of a, a little hint of the suggested level Oh yeah, me too. Because we we um especially at the beginning and the beginning in Act of Two, Act Two, Reaper's Coast specifically, and Act One though, because we were also that was because we were struggling to understand the combat, the game, the character builds. This game is not. This game has a fucking steep curve, difficulty curve. It's a fucking. It's not a curve. It's a spike. It's, it's just, just. It's just. Once you understand how the combat works, once you build your character up and level up. You get it. But even at the beginning of Act 2, we were struggling to find places we could actually win the battles. (laughs) Because, like he's saying, there's no suggested levels to any of the quests, to the areas. You just run around. And, like, you can see what level people are. But we, it was hard for us to find where we had to go first, you know? I don't really remember it happening in the beginning of the game, but maybe I was wrapping that all into still learning. Right. But in Act 2, Reaper's Coast, like, we had a hand on the game. Like, we were cruising through the end of Act 1. Yes. We we eventually became powerful and we were wiping out enemies relatively quickly, not easily, but we I felt like we got it. We're doing it. Then we I really feel like it just hits a wall. It's just, oh, here you are, this new place, and you actually can't go anywhere. Uh, I mean, you can, you go, can everywhere, go everywhere, <laughs> but anywhere you go, you're going to be fighting things that just dominate you. So 
I just wish that there was like just a slight carrot on the stick or whatever. Uh-huh. That's not that's a bad example because there's carrots everywhere. But, right. You know, a slight arrow like just do this one now. You know. Right. Right. Maybe not for everything. Like maybe side quest. Just ignore that because that's up to you to figure out. And um, do you have a sense of what's a side quest and what's a story quest? Yes. Chapter the almost ninety nine percent of things are side quests. In this right. Game. So that's the maybe story that's quest why. is. Chapter four, we are trying to find the well of ascension. Is so it everything called chapter needing, or something? Yeah, it's in the um, chronicles rather than the quest ah, log. Ah, but yes. I think in the quest log, there's also part of our main story quest that you can look at. But the thing about this game is like, yeah, really, there's only like one thing you have to do to continue and everything else just kind of is around it. And I think it's cool because it sort of makes it feel like the side stuff. Be- so co- a combination of the two things of A, you don't got to do everything. And B, it doesn't. It's kind of hard to tell what's supposed to be done and what's not. You end up forming your own story. Yeah. And I really like that. You end up like, well, we did this, and that led to us doing this, which led to us doing this, and mm-hmm. someone else is going to have a totally different path because they have they'll have done a different quest first, or they'll have not ignored a quest or something. Right. And that's really cool. I, I'm I'm still infatuated with this thing. Like I'm still eager to get home. We're at over 100 hours. Yes. Playtime. It's been out for two weeks. Like. This we don't do that. Like neither of us really. We play games for long amounts. Like she plays RPGs, and I'll, you know, I do too. Also, like I have Persona and, and Xenoblade. Like we will play games that last a long time. But I feel this is the first like, I've been excited to get home. Yeah, this Can't is also stop thinking about it. After we got the game, it was Labor Day weekend, and we like almost we stayed. I stayed up later than I have in. Probably years, <laughs> like till 4 a.m. playing the game, which I haven't done in a very long time. And it's like, and we had played all day, so we played like 12 hours straight. Let's we'll put it out there. That's probably part of why we got a little hostile, a little testy sometimes. Yeah, we're sometimes playing, we play the game too late. We're playing too late, too much. We didn't do anything else. We didn't eat right. <laughs> Eating crappy like frozen. Yeah, pitchy. it's like we, we gotta get a frozen, frozen pizza. pizza. Yeah, it was that very good. Frozen. Was good. I think we talked about that last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get another one. Um. I don't know. I just, I'm really... And I think we'll have more to say next episode about it too, more in detail about the story and our journey. But I think this is a good place to like give you an idea of what we've been doing, what we've been liking, how, what what we've thought of it so far. I think it was great that you, what you said was, it's not for everybody, basically. No, it's really not. It's not for everybody. So it's hard to suggest, but if you like... If you like RPGs at all, I would definitely give it a try. If you're like me and you play RPGs and it's fun and you like a long game and you like a lot of stuff to do, then you should do it. And the turn-basedness makes it slightly more accessible, in my opinion. It's a good middle ground for me and Craig because I'll play any RPG, he won't. So, like, it's a good middle ground of I love fantasy, I love RPGs, I love stuff, and Craig likes... I like to explore. The things I look for in games is exploration and loot and... Yeah, this game, right. uh, the, where we got the first... What did we get up on that tower? What tower? So oh, we came we across the, a tower yeah, early no, in Act 1? Yeah, I think so. That was an act and one. we had just gotten the teleporter gloves, and our mage, Lose, had, had had them. And I was like, this tower's here. There was, like, like there's electricity no, on the top of it. Yeah, and you can you kind of couldn't see it, and there's no stairs, there's no doors, there's no vines to climb. At this point, we're, we're not used to that you can teleport yet. So I was like, wait a minute teleport me up there and she drops me up there 
and it's just lightning killing me and I'm just quickly grabbing stuff off dead bodies that are up there <laughs> and we come down and there's like some pretty good gear I don't remember the gear exactly well one of them was, was the a tyrant? piece of the yeah the tyrant so, so then that's that led us on a quest for the rest of the tyrant gear yeah Ooh, which reminds me of the wit thing. one of them so the Ew. one one annoying thing about this game that I will say and then we should probably wrap it up um is that there's this um one of your stats is wit and it's the least it's the most fucking annoying stat because the only thing it affects is um your luck finding loot it's perception um there's something else but it's but like a perception ran- stat it essentially like, is perception do you see this lever or not do you see this mound of dirt or not so i have one of our characters have higher than normal but even then we are constantly missing things because we don't have high enough wit and we don't know if we're gonna have it or not and we don't know whether we should have it at a certain point we're just like lost and we don't know what to do we can't find a thing and we're like is this a wit thing i don't know maybe we just have to go somewhere else that's annoying one of the so we got set off on our own personal quest to find the rest of the tyrant armor set and we couldn't find one we're about to leave act one and like we said it warns you hey you're gonna be done here i was like so we just we googled just it need to google it because yeah. i just want to know which we, we really, really try hard not to do mm-hmm which I like. I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. not. I'm enjoying trying to solve it. But this thing, I don't know how you could have figured this out. There's like a random statue in a random temple that you just have to have high wits and you interact with. And yeah. it's like, you found a thing behind it. Like, what? I just wish there was some sort of sparkle or glimmer that basically yeah. says you need wit, but you don't have high enough wit. Yeah, or... or Because persuasion will be that way. What about even a, a journal entry like that you right. find on the ground Something that story-wise. says, like, I thought I left my gloves around here. Something. And to, some of them are like that, but there's a lot of, of yeah. There's a lot of journal entries, which is really cool. Stuff, not journal entries, but things like that, like text clues. I like that the text clues aren't fucking a, b- a novel. I like that the yep. text things are just, like, three pages. I've seen the longest one is three pages. Most are one and one and a half. And I, I never thought about it before this game, but I really appreciate that in a game like this because I never want to read a fucking page in a in a game. I just want to read a couple sentences. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like, now that's I have great. This... That's the perfect amount of text. Right. Like, I now understand your holiday. Right. I don't <laughs> or, know the ins and outs of it. Or I got a little bit of a clue to this quest. Yeah, or it's like, oh, Lucian's Day is coming right i don't know what that fuck that means but clearly it's coming and but you'll people read keep it referencing because it was it. only three short little like mini pages yeah i read all of the books we find because you'll also potentially unlock new quests or unlock skills or, or recipes recipes for yeah. crafting let's wrap it up like you said yeah, this is part yeah. one there's a lot um, to talk about uh, what's your score currently or should we actually skip that i think we should skip the score okay i think you can kind of guess hi So let's just run through. I've, I've got uh, four stories real quick. Okay. Um, I'm still trying to process what this section could be called. We always call it news, but it's more like... It's news. Updates. <laughs> it's updates. more like... Right. Co-op updates. Co-op dates. Co-op dates. For now, we're going to go with co-op <laughs> dates. I have the biggest smile on my face right now. I love co-op uh, Absolver. Dates. Remember the game Absolver I played a little bit of? Yes. It's like a martial arts, Dark Souls, fighting game, sort of. Grace is playing Pokemon <laughs> Go while we record. I just looked over and there's a Shelter on our screen. Now, okay, this okay. is the greatest turn Why of events. Why me? Because the story arc of Pokemon Go <laughs> with this podcast, if you go back to episode one, I'm like, I love Pokemon Go. And you're like, the game is for nerds. <laughs> And now, here you are playing while I'm trying to do work. Okay, okay, Anyways, Absolver is adding um, 
it was always co-op because you could connect to each other's games and just fight together. But uh-huh. it's adding um, teams, a, a new downfall game mode, which I think is kind of like a rogue-like type thing you can run through, and you can do it together in a group. Like it's like, hey, uh-huh. now you can actually group together. You, would you try that? Maybe I I like that game. I have not played enough of it to fully know. Okay. I would. Like but... if your friend had it though. I don't, it doesn't look like a game I like at all. That's that yeah, weird fighty one, right? Yeah, I've, and they're also the new DLC is adding some like new gear and everything, and new weapons, and a, a fighting style that's kind of like Bruce Lee, which is intriguing oh, to me. Jeet cool. Kune Do style stuff. Dungeon Defenders 2, which is a game we have played a little bit of, and we're going to do an episode on eventually, we, we are. is now rewarding you for co-op play. We should, we will get back, we, we want to replay it. Yeah. Um, if you play together as a one, two, sorry, two, three, or four players, uh, you have more legendaries guaranteed at the end of rounds. X amount of extra XP is Dude, gained. Dude, I like that game. Yeah, that's a that's a fun game. I think this is only in like arcade mode. I don't know what to call it. I had spent a while. Mode? It's not the campaign mode or the adventure mode. It's the just playing some rounds to get better gear. Yeah. But hey, that's cool. Learn nothing. It encourages you to play with people. Right. And I don't know. You'll hear more about our thoughts on that game later, but mm-hmm. that's cool. Prison Architect, only on PC. I mean, the game is on a lot of things now, but only <gasps> for PC, they're adding co-op. Oh my God. I didn't watch the video yet. The producers made a video about it. Um, I don't know if I need to build a prison together though. <laughs> I just like... If you build a prison together, you stay together. Yeah. Cause you're no. locked, cause you're confined. <laughs> I don't... That sounds like a weird co-op mode. That doesn't... It, yeah. But you know, I know they added their DLC that was like not building prisons and trying to escape one. So mm-hmm. maybe it's like a way out. <laughs> maybe that's the co-op. I'm pretty sure it's co-op building and not one person escapes, one person builds. Which maybe it is. Maybe I'm completely wrong because like I said, I didn't watch the video, but that sounds not interesting. I was interesting. saying both people escape. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be interesting. But I think it's building, which I don't know, like... Hey, you go build the prison bathrooms. I'll build the prison gym. It's interesting. I would like to try, considering I've never done anything like that. Yeah. I still... This game for me... No. Dude, you know what game I want to play? Co-op. Speaking of co-op building, Sims 2 on the GameCube. I really want to get that game and review it, because, man, that was one of my favorite co-op games We got the Wii. I want to do, like... We don't need two GameCube controllers, Did you put this on the news about Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? No, that's a good one. I didn't think of putting it on there. Yeah. The Nintendo Direct was last week. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the games I played as a kid with my friends and my little brother, we played Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles on the GameCube. And if you know this game, (laughs) a lot of people didn't play it because you needed the GameCube, four Game Boy connecting cords, and four Game Boys to play it. It was ridiculous. Why did they do this? And weren't you telling me, so that sounds uh, daunting or tedious or whatever. <laughs> but it's not, and now it's going to be on Switch. That's but then, the news. Also, don't, doesn't one character have to carry like a, a yes, lamp? Yes, one ca- <laughs> So it's Final Fantasy. It takes place in a world where you need myrrh to like survive because the world is like completely Mer. poisoned. Anyway, you have to like <laughs> carry this like vial of myrrh, uh, you know, this chalice. Is myrrh a word? Yes, M-Y-H-R-R. Is it know, a fantasy Final word. Fantasy word? Yeah, probably. Okay, I, I thought so, you, when I said myrrh, you looked at me like, how do you not know what myrrh is? How do you not know what the myrrh is? Yeah, okay, I was like, oh. One character has to carry it around, and if you leave the circle of the myrrh, you'll start dying. That just sounds... But I really want to try it, because I, I love the idea of trying, no, like, nostalgic co-op games from my past, because when I was a kid growing up, co-op was, like, a huge thing. We played, you know, another good game, Shrek 2, dude. Shrek 2, dude? <laughs> was it Shrek? No. <laughs> Shrek- oh. I said dude. 
No, I, Shrek 2. I thought it was called Cube. Shrek 2, dude. Like, uh, I could no. see Shrek surfing. Shrek 2 was one we Surf's played. Up. Remember the movie Surf's Up? Anyway, Shrek 2's not coming to Switch, but Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles is. Yeah, Surf's Up was a bad movie. Is that the one with the penguins? All I know is Chicken Joe is my man. <laughs> I would hang out with Chicken Joe all the time. I didn't like that one. Um, all right, that was. Is Crystal that all Chronicles. The news? No, there's one more. You, okay. you added that one. That doesn't sound fun. I'm sorry. We're going to play it. Okay, we'll because play it. Because I love the idea. Yeah, of going I'm down back. to play it. I'm interested in playing it. Do you have co op games from your childhood you'd like to revisit? I think that'd be an interesting like thing we could, to do. We should definitely. Uh, Gauntlet Legends is one of them. Oh, but also, we I, should play that again because it's on the Xbox, isn't it? That's. that's whoa, a different wait, one? what? You mean the one that we've played? You and me have yeah. played? That's different. But we should play That's it. That's the in. remake of Gauntlet, which is similar, but not Gauntlet Legends. I think that'd be an interesting one to review. Though. Regardless, we could go to a, an arcade and just. Be like, all right, we've got twenty bucks. Oh, that's an interesting. This is idea. how we're gonna do it, and that's we could do an episode on that. I think that'd be fun because I really like Gauntlet Legends. Anthem, the developers EA slash Bioware, they said they called it mm, "Our World, Your Story." I think. <sighs> well, you know, no. I'm not a fan of Bioware anymore. <laughs> well, that's may, maybe though, because what did you like about Bioware? Dragon Age, bro. All I want to do is play was it, Dragon was Age. Was it the relationship game. building? Yes, and the- relationships. I don't know if that has relationships, <laughs> but when you when you get back to the hub world, you didn't play Destiny, right? So the tower means nothing not. to you. No. Basically, when you get back to the tower, which is where you start, you go out into the world and you come back so, to the tower, out in the, your base war, camp. Stormwind, Iron Forge. Maybe <laughs> these places that you start in and go out and come back to and go out and come back to. This place in Destiny, uh, wow. What are you going on about? This place in Anthem is only yours. Okay. When we're co-oping, you only see yours, and it's only you there, and the relationships and stories you form and build there only happen there. This sounds lame. So I think it almost sounds like they're shoehorning in Bioware shit into Destiny. You know what I mean? Like They were like, I we see. need to make a game like Destiny, but also, have but also we need stuff. to have that Bioware shit. So they put it in in this way. And now I think that sounds bad. It but just I'm, sounds too like trying to be both, yeah, and not doing either one because to the fullest. Extent. If you ask me, like a very fun part of of a co op game like that, it would be like slash sitting together, like you know what I mean. We get back to home and we just, oh, okay. you know what I mean, like just fucking around. Right. Uh, Destiny had a ball you could hit, you could bounce. So what you're saying is there wouldn't be a place of peace so, of rest. I don't know. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't seem like it. Well, but maybe a campsite. You That'd can be slash cool. sit in your tent. I would love to. Every would... time you say slash sit, I have like vivid memories of World of Warcraft. Yeah. That's what what do you think of when you think of slash sit? All MMOs ever? But like which one in specific? Anarchy Online. Okay, that's like the MMO of your childhood. But I also slash chicken because of wow. You know what I When also, I say slash chicken, it's wow. RuneScape. That would be a good one to do. Put it on the list. And speaking of the list, list every place they can find us. Oh, good good one. <laughs> You can find us on Twitter at Saves Together. That's where we do all our major updates. We are also on Instagram and Twitch, also at Saves Together. We don't stream um, like a lot yet, so don't worry about that Twitch thing. But go ahead and give us a follow if you want to find out when we're streaming. But we'll also post about it on Twitter, I'm sure. And then it will go up on YouTube later. Yes, so... we post all our past streams on YouTube. We have lots of ways of um, harassing you. So we're also on YouTube. You can find our URL at our Twitter page. One day that will be a saves together URL. When all of you <laughs> save togetherers come togetherer, come togetherer and subscribe and subscribe to us because we need a hundred subscribers right. to get a custom URL. Which guess what it will be? What do you think? What do you think it should be when we get it? I mean, I would like it to be saves together, but <gasps> it may not be because who else has? I'm gonna check somebody later. Somebody may you have f- it. I'm gonna. 
I'm going to find you. Anyway, you can find us all there. We upload our videos to YouTube. That's what you do on YouTube. Um, I'm trying to put up a new video. It will be two days ago, this Monday, so this week, for the new Secret of Mana episode, episode two. So you should go check that out. We're trying to upload more Let's Plays when we can, but you know, podcasting is what we do. So this is follow us. This is the main course. That's all just side dishes that we, if we have time to do it, we'll do it. Not even. That's a snack at home. This is the entree known as Saves Together. Thank you for listening. I'm Craig McGowan. That's Grace Novak. Bye. Bye.